if you're stressed and you're angry and you're keeping it to yourself and you're not explaining to someone this is how I feel they'll never understand you and so those outbursts they won't they, they can seem like they come out of nowhere but if I say to Amy oh, I'm really stressed like I need your help then she'll she'll do what she can to sort of help me out with it do you know what I mean I'd be hitting the controller against the glass screen hitting the character with my controller or like literally saying to him like if you don't fucking jump <laughs> over that gap I'm gonna reach in that tv and I'm fucking I'm gonna squeeze your head off do you know what I mean like you just What is happening, guys? Welcome back to the Brothers Podcast with myself, Craig Holmes, and this little man bun, James O'Hanlon. Rhymed as well, that. Huh? Some of you may not know this, but we used to be called Subject J and Grade C. We used to be rappers back in the day. Not many people know that, but um, uh, now you do. That was funny. <laughs> we got to dig those tunes out, mate. We'll have yeah. to change the intro to one of our old songs. Yes, that'll be great. So the Brothers Podcast is a podcast about mental health. It's about our experiences dealing with mental health and all the different types of mental health that there are. And essentially, we wanted to let people know that they're not alone and that when anybody needs a brother, they've got one. In us. We're your brothers. That's what we're here for. So just before we get into the podcast, we just wanted to say thanks so much to everybody for, for listening along and watching on YouTube. Uh, we also wanted to say, we mentioned this in another podcast, that we're not trained professionals, we're not therapists, we're not counsellors. So if you're at the point where, you know, maybe you're listening to this and, and, and you feel like it's, you know, making you feel worse or it's not helping or you're still feeling really bad, use the links in the description. There's, there's links to Samaritans or if you're really at that point where you're, you know, you're thinking about harming yourself or, or something worse, then contact your GP or definitely tell somebody before you get to that point yeah I mean even if this is just making you feel more sad and you you've tried all these different avenues and this one is also not working for you speak yeah. to your GP yeah don't worry sure. about how far along you are yeah um, speak to your GP and it sounds silly just speaking to your doctor you think you know but he's just a doctor he deals with all sorts of different things he doesn't know that much about depression yeah but that's not what it's about is he can put you in touch with the people that the people who do, know. Do, do know and yeah. can help you um because that's we're not we're just sharing our experiences yeah um and we'd hate for people to feel worse you know listening to this but not every avenue is right for everyone yeah um and if you're not at that point is you should find some professional help because mm. um, it really is worth it yeah so last week we discussed goals routines and focus uh this week we're going to talk about stress and anger mm. which can come in all sorts of forms can't it yes so uh, I've got a little thing here, which I've written. So uh, it says, life works in weird ways. When life hits you with a big crisis, the death of a loved one or a job loss, you somehow find a way of making it through over time. But it's the little things, the day-to-day -day things, getting stuck in traffic, bad service at a restaurant, annoying co-workers that's taking credit for all your work, or annoying in-laws, for example, it's those little day-to-day -day things that build up and drive you batty. <laughs> what, does, is that the quote? That's, is that not, what you that's my quote. Yeah. Oh, that's your you, quote. You can quote that if you want. <laughs> I like it. Do, yeah, I thought it was a real a, quote. If you're doing a dissertation. It's, it's a really good point because, yeah, I never really thought of that. Those little things, we, for some reason, can't take ourselves out of ourselves and see how silly it is to get angry over traffic mm. and deal with it and work through it sort of thing. We just let it happen. And, yeah. And it all builds up. Yeah. I never really thought of that. Good point. <laughs> Thanks, mate. So what makes you angry? I'll start off. 
when when you say to someone, <laughs> we'll start the podcast at 9.30, and then they turn up at quarter two, and then they're writing notes about it. <laughs> you were writing notes too, right? I was writing extra notes. I was already prepared. So when I remember I was saying about co-workers taking advantage... <laughs> This is this is my co-worker. I, I learned this morning. I learned this morning that because my girlfriend also said that you two discussed last time before the dip when I was a bit late for that as well. I uh, we were talking shit about you. Yeah, yeah, basically, and you were both saying how is he always late? And you're like, yeah, yeah, he is. And then Jess is letting you know that I faff, and I do know I faff, but I didn't realize how kind of pointless my faffing is. It doesn't seem pointless in my head. Like I, I, that T-shirt's got to be out of the way. I can't leave that on the bed before I leave. <laughs> Maybe that's OCD. I don't know, <laughs> but um, it's not a good thing, and I'm gonna vow to change it. The thing with James is he's so selfish. He don't really care <laughs> about anyone else. So when I'm like, I got stuff to do today, he's just like, yeah, yeah, no worries, and just turns up late anyway. <laughs> I feel terrible now. I I'm only joking, that. mate. It's not. No, it was no biggie. You're not joking. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> only a little bit. But no, it is something. You know what? But no, it's it is a reasonable thing to mention because there are people out there. Me. <laughs> That are late, you know, often and and to be honest, I'm one of the people. I'm one of the people who is always usually quite angered by people being late as well. Oh, really? That's yeah. ironic. Yeah, it is. But I think it's because I've never really uh, accepted I'm, until right now. I've never really accepted that. Yeah, you know what? I am quite late. Yeah. But because it's just a few minutes here and there normally. Fifteen. <laughs> today was that a little bit, but um, because <laughs> it's a few minutes here and there. I always think, oh, you know, it's nothing much, you know. They're probably going to be late anyway. They won't be ready when I get there. But, yeah, it's not a good thing. But getting angry over that, is that probably justified, though, isn't it? Yeah. It probably is. So there's it? two types of people in this world. There's people who get angry and there's people who make people angry. <laughs> and uh, I'm the one who, who gets angry and changes the maker of anger. <laughs> right. Well, so something I was going to say about the topics on today's podcast are I'm quite apprehensive about talking about them or talking about our experiences because out of all the the emotions and things you can feel like i don't feel ashamed or anything that i was sad at any point do you mm. know what i mean or mm. down or anything like that but when you get angry i i don't know about you but it's something i feel shameful about yeah and definitely. i think you're right to feel shameful sometimes like maybe Obviously, it can't be controlled. and depends on circumstances. And it would be great if we can all learn to better control it. Mm -hmm. But in general, it's something that I think we all probably end up, after it's happened, looking back on ourselves and feeling a bit of hate towards ourselves or, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. not feeling great about ourselves, which is a quite a destructive thing in itself then because you, you think you're just getting angry and maybe you can apologize and it'll pass. But there's things I've done in the past where I've just overreacted or got angry at someone mm -hmm. and they're like, the memory is so clear in my mind because yeah. they're moments that stick with you mm. and they're moments that like I try not to feel too much regret because I know that I in general do feel a lot of regret about things um, and I know it's not good to but they're always the memories that you think oh fucking hell I wish I did yeah, something different definitely and, you, and you can't change it but you hate yourself for it and I think that's why it's really important to learn to control something like anger and the stress obviously that comes with it and stuff and I think it's probably a bit easier to control like when you feel down or depressed and things like that, there's, you know, there could be reasons or it could be, it could be a long cycle you've been going through and it's going to take a lot of uh, changes in your routine to get through that. But with anger, because it's such a quick thing sometimes, I think it can be a little bit easier to, to try and be aware of and take control of. Definitely. It's, it's a measure of perspective as well, I feel like. So anger is 
is something that sort of it doesn't sometimes it can erupt out of nowhere but usually it's sort of you know you get into that level because you've you've got pent up things that are building up Mm -hmm. but i feel like of all the emotions anger is probably the hardest one to control but it's something that it is more than likely is going to happen on a frequent basis if you're not aware of it because anger is your own thing isn't it you control it yourself Mm -hmm. and you let it get to that point if you're not aware like i'm now getting angry you you'll purposely get angry like a a prime example when we used used to work in a bank i drive into work every day and when you get stuck in traffic or say someone would cut you up they would you know cut in front of you you'd be so angry i'd be so angry about that and then i'd be like fizzing about it all the way in the car you'd be like what a dick like who does he think he is you know whatever and then you go into work and then you tell someone about it and then it just it sort of breeds the anger it it, it expands and it gets more and more and you try and get other people angry with you yeah 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 what's the point of that do you know what i mean so when i we're going back to don't sweat the small stuff that book by richard carlson yesterday i thought it was uh dale carnegie going back to that book there's a, a perfect example of um how to deal with that stress in in traffic where he's saying like if someone's like cutting you up or overtaking you or driving erratically he said just imagine that that person uh their their wife's pregnant and they're in they're trying to get right, to the right. hospital or the, the wife's in the car so every time that happens now when me and amy are driving if someone cuts in front of us i'm like oh his wife's probably pre- pregnant and i just think about it like that and it completely changes it and that's what i was saying about anger being you know, a measure of um a perspective you know if you if you get just being like what a dick then you're gonna get angry but if you're like oh he's in a rush yeah do you know what i mean it completely changes the way you look at it and yeah when that person does do that to you that small thing in traffic whatever it might be maybe it's in a shop someone cuts the queue who knows there have been many times where i have i have taken the initiative to tell myself don't get angry about it who cares like you said maybe he's maybe his wife's pregnant and then milliseconds later like straight away i can feel like whoa it feels so good to just let that go yeah yeah, and and you know that normally i would be still a bit pent up right now yeah but straight away i'm just like oh yeah it doesn't matter it doesn't matter and you just literally you feel quite good then because you're like you've succeeded in uh you know making that sort of step and also you're you're like oh this does feel better than just letting it sort of snowball yeah uh, turn into anger and everything you know I feel like anger can like fly towards you a hundred miles an hour, but when you do that, you just sidestep it and then yeah. it just goes. That's basically like, what it is. Yeah, and it me. goes so quickly. As in, yeah. it's not like you're there going, "Oh, that bas- oh, his wife could be pregnant." Yeah, but what if she's fucking not? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It doesn't happen like that. You go, "Ah, well, doesn't matter." And then yeah. straight away, you're like, "Yeah, it doesn't matter." Yeah, it doesn't but matter. it's that moment. It's that moment where you have to kind of choose and be aware of which direction you're going to take it because it literally goes completely the other way <laughs> and you get really angry mm-hmm. or it goes completely the opposite and you just feel absolutely like you don't care it's fine yeah um and that comes back to being aware of your thoughts and i think everything we talked about in all the podcasts the biggest thing that's going to help someone i think is when you start to become aware of your thoughts mm-hmm. and and noticing that it is just say a negative thought. I shouldn't think that, you know, let's try and think something else or mm-hmm. distract myself. And it's the same with the anger. Once you can do these things and take control of your thoughts a bit more, I think you'll feel a lot more, well, in control, literally. Yeah, uh, yeah. You'll yeah. feel good for it. And it's the it's the mindfulness again. It's like, mm-hmm. instead of that thought coming in and 
It's weird, isn't it? Your brain, the autopilot is to get angry mm. and you have to sidestep mm. the autopilot. But I think it, at, in time, it becomes second nature. So instead of you going straight to the anger, you go straight mm. to the, the, you know, the excuse for the other person. It, in, and at the end of the day, you're saving yourself. Do you know what I mean? Because that person doesn't know. They don't care that you, they've cut you up or whatever. They're just going about their day. Do you know what I mean? And that's what made me change my perspective is one day when I was in work and I think I just read that little chapter and and I and it said sort of that person's carrying on with their day and you're just still yeah, getting angry. They right. don't even yeah. know who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And they've basically ruined your morning because yeah. you've just dragged it out and told someone yeah. else about it. Yeah, but it hadn't affected them anything and they're just chilling and having a great day for all you know. Yeah. And you're the only person that's been left feeling crap after that encounter, if you will. Yeah, yeah. literally like e- emailing people, you never guess what. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's so stupid when you think about it like that. But for me, like anger goes way back. Like obviously in teenage years, you know, you hit puberty and you, you're an angry kid. Well, I was I was angry before that. I remember like one of my main sources of anger was, you know, play, the PlayStation. Yeah, I, me too. Before that, I mean, you we, know, I think Nintendo. we've all been there. I yeah. think we've all been there, yeah. I had a Nintendo when I was probably, I don't know, six or seven maybe. And it just, I think it started there. Yeah. I can blame my mum my for that. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Mario, jump over you, kid. <laughs> jump over. <laughs> You're right, though. I would literally, like, how mental is it to think? I would literally, I'd be I'd be hitting the controller against the glass screen. Do you know what I mean? Like, hitting the character with my controller. Like, he gives a shit. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> he's, he's fucking ones and zeros in it. Do you know what I mean? Um, or, like, literally saying to him, like, if you don't fucking jump over that gap, I'm going to reach in that TV and I'm fucking, I'm going to squeeze your head off. Do you know what I mean? Like, you just, you say the most ridiculous <laughs> things. You get, so, you get so angry. But this thing oh is God. not even really in existence. It has no concept of what you're going through. Yeah. And it's exactly the same if you were to bang your toe on a table or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. On a chair leg. And you get angry, maybe, and you poop the chair or something. <laughs> it's like the chair literally it, it is nothing. It's literally just these materials. It doesn't have a clue what's going on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's it's no point getting angry. It's so irrational. But like, it, it was such a, a part of my, you know, PlayStation that is supposed to be entertainment. And obviously, you know, there must have been moments when you completed a level, I completed a level, and I'd be like buzzing. But for the most part, all I remember is just like being so angry biting my controllers <laughs> like i got to like crash bandicoot was the worst game ever for the anger it got so bad i remember scratching my face oh my i was so God. angry i got yeah. like how mad is that it is mad yeah and my dad uh used to play um like brian lara cricket on the playstation oh yeah and he was he's so competitive he would just never let me win so that just made it worse he'd be like do you want to play cricket I'm like come on then just like dying to beat him i don't think i ever beat him once and he'd never let me win either so that just made it worse don't give your kids computer games <laughs> i would i would just manage it i would if you if they're like that you've got to learn just like we sort of have later in life is in those moments you got to take a step back mm. like it was only probably a month or two ago where i was play- i was playing a game that my dad enjoyed but it's just a game where it's just there's loads of things about it just don't make sense mm. like i think they rushed the game it don't make sense and it annoyed me right so i kept dying and then i'd have to wait like two minutes for it to load and i was like this is pathetic <laughs> do you know what i mean and, I'd be like, <laughs> and i was getting angry again over over this game but instead of you know smashing up my dad's tv or something i would actually because i'm older now i would know i'd be like you know what 
this ain't for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I just yeah. turn it off. I, I can't, I'll turn it off and I'm done with it. You know I can't what? actually play play, play yeah. games. Like, <clears> you if, don't do No, because yeah. uh, one, I, I get too addicted to them. And two, like if, if I get angry playing a game, I'm like, there's no point in this. Yeah, yeah. I'm not getting any enjoyment out of this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, but when you're a kid, you have to complete yeah. it. You have to keep going. Yeah. And I remember back in the day, the TVs we had was, you know, the proper thick glass. Yeah, that's what I mean about smashing against it. So I, I would throw my pad <laughs> and I remember chipping the glass on the screen. But because it was like one of those old school ones, it didn't really matter. Oh, no, I don't bother. No one really noticed. So I just fucking launched my pad at the screen. And <laughs> I was mad. My mum would come up and be like, why is your pad in half? I'm like, oh, I just fell apart. <laughs> that's actually saying that, yeah. When I used to live with my mum back in the day and... Um, and I was in the kitchen. I don't know what made me angry. Again, it's kind of like as you get older into your teenage years, maybe you haven't got the PlayStation, but something else is annoying you. Mm. Maybe you've dropped a few too many things that day. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And you just it starts building up. And I remember, you know, I, I, I punched off a bit of the uh, kitchen cupboards. <laughs> like it was the, bo- the bit that runs along the bottom, like the bottom runner sort of thing. That's a good effort. And I hit it and it punched and it came off. And straight away, all that anger's gone. I'll tell you, I'm fucking shitting <laughs> yeah, myself yeah, then. So I'm like, fuck, trying to get it back in, put the screws perfectly in place. They're not screwing in, but they're sort of, you know, hanging on. So I put it back in place. And then, and then, my, and then my mum's like, the thing's falling off. I went, yeah, I don't know, it fell. She goes, you punched it, didn't you? I went, she knew straight away. She knew straight away. I was like, oh, I don't know what I said to her. But that's what I mean. Like those, those oh things, I'm God. like, those things I don't feel too much regret about because I feel like they are just part of growing up. Yeah. And, and when you're that age those things. and all those, you know, especially in the teenage years, all those new chemicals are coming through. Right, right. And so you're, you're trying to deal with that and you yeah. can't deal with it. Definitely. Do you know what I mean? You just don't know what's going on. Blame the pubes. <laughs> I remember talking about like breaking stuff in your house. I remember um, one time I was so angry. I can't remember what it was about. I don't know what it was the computer it probably was but you know the spindles coming up my stairs mm. so i've got like a stair mm-hmm. with a banister and then there's like individual spindles and i kicked one and it snapped in half came <laughs> out came out the stairs mate i went from angry to terrified <laughs> in a split second i didn't know what to do because i couldn't what fix it oh, oh mate i just ran to my room oh mate i was terrified but my mum it got to a point where my mum actually took my playstation off me and i was so enraged i came up to my room and I was spouting all kinds of. Yeah. I, I was effing and jeffing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and my, I didn't know my mum was at the door. <laughs> I've had that experience before and as I well. Was like, effing this, and, and I, I called my mum a name. Yeah. She heard me. <laughs> oh my god, mate! It was terrifying. You know that mum glare when they're like, "I'm gonna batter you." <laughs> like she might actually hit. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "I'm sorry." I was like, "Sorry, sorry, sorry, sorry." You know when you're a kid, you just keep your feeling. Sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, I was terrified, mate. I think you know, my PlayStation back about a month ago. <laughs> God, yeah. I th- see. The thing is, hearing you say that, and then knowing what I've, you know, think memories I've got, I think we probably all did go through that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. But then, as you get older and you become an adult and all that sort of stuff, you know, you gotta start to control these things. And it's strange that, isn't it? Them. When you're when you're younger, you kind of get away with it, don't you? But obviously, as an adult, you can't just go around booting your Imagine booting that. your banister and yeah. punching your cabinets. Yeah, exactly. Like, and if you are in a place or you're a type of person or you know someone who you know, you live with, it's an adult situation. Do you know what I mean? You're, mm. you're living with someone and that sort of stuff does happen. Like that's not a good thing. Yeah, you know? and, definitely not. And, and, and it's normal for them to feel regret and sorrow afterwards mm-hmm. um, and be apologetic and all these things. But, but if it keeps happening, it shouldn't. Yeah. And definitely something not. needs to be done about that, you know? Yeah. And if you're, 
if you're that person and yeah. you get that angry where you're like physically, you know, basically hurting yourself, yeah. if you punch and the things, people you're around, because yeah. it's a scary thing. Yeah, then you definitely need to sort of take a look at that and try and yeah. figure out how you can control it. Because, yeah, yeah absolutely. it's not healthy. But again, it's that just that moment of you're about to hit something, you know, you want to break something and just go. And I still sort of do it now. You know, maybe something's annoying me. Oh, like like what was happening the other day? I I think it's because I need to now. I drank. I was tired. It was yesterday, and uh, I was making meant to be making food, but something wasn't going right. I can't remember what it was. Pack it one open. Who knows? I don't know. And I'm getting angry at the 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 the, the manufacturer. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> someone's job to check that this. You know, you know packets, right? You have a pack oh, of bacon yeah. or something, and oh, it says worst. peel here. Yeah, I would Don't buy bacon, fucking but... lie to me. <laughs> you don't peel it there because it doesn't fucking peel there. It's the same as every other <laughs> corner, and it's someone's job. To go, uh, can you design me a peeling thing? It says here, it peels easy for the customers. You go, yeah, here you go. This is what I've designed. Okay, that's great. Yeah, I'll sign that off. Who signed that off? <laughs> it doesn't do the job it's supposed to. Yeah. Right? But it's things like that. And in the moments where I'm hungry and all that sort of stuff, those things build up and I get love angry. To, love to be a fly <laughs> in the wall, you trying to open your packet of bacon. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, literally. But, but then, yeah, so in those moments then, but then I'll get angry and I almost want to just, chuck the whole thing in the bin or do something unreasonable really you know what i mean yeah. or just completely rip it get a scissors and cut through the middle of the packet cut all the bacon in half who gives a shit do you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i mean but something oh, but okay. I, I think i think you need it... to find out how you can get a, you know go to an anger management course no, or... honestly i'm making it sound worse because it's, it's, <laughs> it's but, but these are the kind of things that go in your head. You kind of want to spite the thing. and that. But they're those moments where maybe you will break a banister or you want to do something or whatever this person that we're talking about hypothetically wants to do mm. and does end up doing. It's those moments where you've got to say, actually, no. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's not going to do I'm, anything. I'm bigger than this bacon. I'm bigger than that. It's going to make you bigger than this bacon. It's going to make <laughs> me feel worse anyway. Just put it down a sec. Do you know what I mean? And mm. it's those moments that you've got to really try and switch that around, catch your thoughts, and it'll just and and it won't always be easy to do. You will have slip ups, mm. but I, it I, will get easier, and eventually yeah, it'll just be second nature to not react like that. I got a great solution for you. <laughs> if you went vegan, you wouldn't have to open a <laughs> packet of bacon. I'll consider it. I'll consider it. In the end, imagine that's my reason. Global <laughs> yeah. warming? No, just uh, easier easier opening packages. <laughs> yeah. So, in order to catch those moments and i know i keep going on about this point of taking control of your thoughts but because overall when it comes to stress and anger that is that's what it boils down to mm -hmm. is is you're letting your thoughts run away with you and you need to catch them and be aware of them you know before you let them escalate and if you're in a situation where there's, you know, maybe you've got a busy day, maybe you're trying to cook dinner, but you've also got to work from home. You've got the kids shouting at you because they're hungry or they're messing around, whatever. Not that I've got kids. Some other kids, you know. Um, I don't know whose kids these are. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll return them. I'll return them soon. <laughs> and, uh, and like, um, and you've got all these things that are just clouds in your mind because mm. which is fair enough because you've got so much stimuli hitting your brain. Do you know what I mean? And mm. hitting your senses that it is hard to sort of sift through all that and prioritize the things that are important in that moment um but because of that we can sort of go on to this autopilot i think of just having this clouded mind and i i re i i know it happens to me quite a lot where my mind and it's definitely i'm going through it at the moment because of um the brothers and different things that are going on at the moment i'm doing the house and that my mind is so clouded lately and i haven't taken enough time to just sit back and just 
let it reset. Mm. Um, and in those moments, that's why I think yesterday I was a bit stressed over dinner because my mind is clouded. So I'm not having time to reflect on this doesn't matter or I'm having a great time. So this whatever. bacon incident was last night, was it? Well, it wasn't bacon, but no, something was happening around dinner. I can't remember what it was. Um, I didn't get really angry, so but I was just... No, no, no. I didn't get really angry or anything like that, but I was just a bit like, oh, fuck, I just can't... Do you know what I mean? I was just yeah. getting a bit like, I can't be fucking ass with this. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, but it was unnecessary. Do you know what I mean? I could have easily just uh, had a great time. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Um, <laughs> I'm just I love that this bacon can't open. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I didn't want it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I think now I'm a lot more aware of when my mind is clouded like that. And by clouded, it literally is almost like a... If I was to think to myself, what am I thinking right now? Really, I could probably name about five things in my life, like money-wise, this, that are kind of flying through my head mm. right now, but I'm not really paying much attention to them, you know? Yeah. So I think just becoming more aware of that, take some time to, to ask yourself, what's my mind feel like right now? Mm. What sort of thoughts are going through them? Is it too many? Would I prefer to feel more relaxed? Yeah. You know, and, and start thinking that. Ask, ask yourself that throughout the day today. You know, whenever you're doing something, try to remember, how do I feel right now? Hmm. How's my mind feel? Is there too many things going on right now? And start to take those moments and uh, and hopefully stress and anger then will just kind of fall away a little bit. Yeah. It's stress and anger, they kind of come hand in hand. It's a little bit like depression and anxiety in a way where stress is, you know, a buildup of so many things. Like for me, I try not to get stressed by, I try and counter counteract it with like meditation and yoga and exercise helps a lot, especially, especially if you are naturally angry with certain situations in your life or it's just a really good way of getting all that sort of pent-up anger out so if you're like you know doing weights or you're doing squats you're putting your body through like a physical exertion mm. yeah i feel like that's such a good release otherwise if if there's nowhere for that energy to go it's a little bit like anxiety if you've got all these worries built up they're going to come out somewhere mm. with anger i feel like if you're training it's a really good way to direct all of that emotion you know mm. Like before the lockdown, we were going to like boxing, like in Cardiff, and that was such a good release, wasn't it? Like you could just batter the bag, you know, forget about the day and sweat it out. Um, so that's a great way of trying to manage it. But going back to another point from that book, um, which is a really, it sounds like a really simple one, or so maybe something that you would hate the thought of doing, but letting other people have the glory. So when you're in in the discussion with somebody mm. i need to i need to take this on board amy if, if you listen if, if you're listening please press stop now don't listen to it anymore <laughs> but if you're arguing with somebody so i I'm, i could be quite stubborn and want to get my point across mm. but if you literally just be like yeah okay you're right it literally stops there and you, yeah. the anger doesn't build up. Yeah. And then that person feels better because they think they're right. They're not. <laughs> and you feel better because the argument doesn't keep going. In your head, you know you're still right, but you don't have to keep going. So that's another way like, to stop those moments of like friction with people in your life, whether it's in work or wherever it is. Obviously, you know, there's certain things you're going to have to fight your own corner for. But if it's something simple that doesn't really matter, just let the other person just win the mm. argument you know what i mean because who cares at the end of the day well also maybe don't look at it as them winning it's kind of like you both win yeah because wouldn't you both rather just be happy yeah exactly you know and not stressed and stuff and also a lot of the time things are to do with opinion as well mm. so no one's really kind of wrong if everyone's just got different outlooks yeah you know what i mean obviously some people 
you could say, well, yeah, but it is wrong. But if that's their outlook and stuff, you know, and that's where their opinion comes from and stuff, then it's just, it's not so much about disproving people. It's more just about how you can fit these different outlooks together. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And stuff like that as well. And, mm-hmm. and like you said, in the, at the end of the day, if you were to just let it go, then it just feels better for both of you. Yeah. No, and I don't mean you two now, I'm talking about anyone. But I think, yeah, just letting people be right most of the time, it will make your life so much easier, trust me. Mm-hmm. Because uh, you sort of go on this path then, and I think it's part of anger where you just like, you're adamant that you're right about things and you'll argue till you're blue in the face. And even if in the end the person goes, all right, you're right, what do you feel like at that point? Yeah. Because I don't feel good. I'm no. like, oh. Yeah, oh. and look at what cost it has come yeah. at. Do you yeah, know what I mean? yeah. It's so, just not worth it. No. So not. just, you know, take a step back and just be like, what is the best case scenario for this? Yeah. Or will this matter later down the line? Yeah, that's another thing I think is a lot of things. Think to yourself, will this matter? Yeah. You know, in, in one year's time, in one month's time, even in a week's time, will this really be a bother? Yeah, and I, mean? I think that's a great way, another point of perspective is if you're so caught up on something that's making you so angry and so stressed ask yourself that question will this matter next week Mm. will this matter in a month and will this matter in a year and if the answer is no to like all three then don't worry about it yeah yeah and even if it's something big where let's say you're trying to get a house and you're having trouble whatever some something's not going right or someone's not pulling their weight whatever it is and then you're thinking yourself will this matter in a year and you'll be like well yes because i'm not gonna have a house Mm. things will work out like it's not just going to be this argument, this decision, and then everything that follows for the next year will be based off this. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? New things will come up and new things will happen. Do you know what I mean? It's not yeah. not everything's the end of the world, you know? Yeah, definitely. But also sometimes getting angry as well, it's not just unjustified. Sometimes we feel angry if we haven't eaten much. <laughs> You know, um, it well, does happen to me, but the word hangry hanger, is what I'm getting at. Hanger is another you know ball I mean? game. Yeah. And so don't talk to me about hanger. Because <laughs> I haven't had breakfast yet. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I've, I've got a bit of hyperglycemia. I've got low blood sugar. Is this all bullshit? No, it's true. <laughs> my sister's got it. My brother's got it. <laughs> right. so, and my mum has. Right. So when we don't eat, ooh, baby, <laughs> it's a, it's an angry uh, it's an angry time. Well, Jess gets angry as well. Hangry, mm. sorry. Yeah. Um and, and I definitely I get mine's more like can I open this bacon. Gr- yeah, what what's a mix of hungry and grouchy? Crouchy. Crouchy, yeah. That sounds quite yeah, all right. I um I get crouch what what am I? Crouchy. Crouchy. <laughs> but I think things like that though, it's good to be aware of what things so even if it is, say, out of your control, mm. it's not out of the your control to the extent that you can't just go and have some food, maybe. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? As yeah. in, or you could maybe manage your food better knowing how you might react. Mm-hmm. Let's say you've got a busy day ahead and you probably won't get a chance to eat. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Things like that, take a snack with you. It's a running I mean? theme for me and Amy. She's like, are you hungry? I'm like, yeah, I fucking am. Yeah, and I, it's kind of a thing with Jess sometimes. I'm a bit like, she doesn't do it often, but I'm like, you're hungry, aren't you? And she's like, yeah, yeah. Amy's like, "What have I told you about bringing snacks?" And yeah. I'm like, Amy, "Amy's like the ultimate snack carrier. No. Like, open her <laughs> back. It's like Mary really. Poppins. It's like a family size pack of jammy Dodgers, really? packet of sweets, just all in her bag at all <laughs> <Really>? times. <laughs> maybe it's purely for you. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but I think, but things like that, we're laughing about it and stuff. And if you do know something like that is going to anger you or get you maybe grouchy, um, and not you as in you, Craig. I mean anyone. Yeah, just l- think of ways to manage these things, you know, and snacks, for example, is something. Yeah. Um, but if it's other things that might irritate you, like let's say you're 
going to meet a certain group of people and there's a person there who you cannot stand. Do you mm. know what I mean? And and that happens. That's fair enough. There's people out there who just rub you up the wrong way. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Mm. But you just think, just right, well, yeah. <laughs> but you're going to think, throw your controller on. <laughs> um, but you're going to think like, what can you... What can you do, though, to better yourself? Because at the end of the day, all that really matters is how you come out of it feeling. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So if you can know that, right, I'm just not going to talk to this person, or if I can't avoid talking to this person, try to look for an out, you know, mm. and don't mm. ask questions. Don't ask things that will lead on to more, mm-hmm. you know. And um, and it might seem rude, I don't know, but if it doesn't sit well with you, and like I said, at the end of the day, what really matters is how you feel and stuff. And it kind of goes back to the decluttering. Like if those those people we were talking about on the last podcast, if they're people who don't build you up or they don't make you feel good, then you know avoiding them is probably the best idea. So if yeah. they're in a situation with more people, then yeah, just do your best to avoid yeah. them. Yeah, and if if it's maybe someone you're in close quarters with all the time, sometimes it might be easier to just address it. You know, um, mm. obviously you don't want to get in a hostile situation or whatever, but don't come at them with hostility and uh hope for the best i guess yeah. but um but what i'm trying to say is not just people but i mean anything any triggers that you might know mm-hmm. you know you have when it comes to anger or stress is consider actions beforehand of how you might better deal with them yeah headlocks headbutts <laughs> things like that <laughs> one great point i feel like with anger uh, is try try to go a whole day without saying anything negative yeah, I remember doing this back when we were talking about that book and we were coming to work. Yeah. yeah, because what I find is if I'm like in a bad mood or I don't know, you're just having one of those days, you start sort of nitpicking at things and like, you know, you know, start picking at people's driving or start talking about people. Like, no, I'm not like a bitchy person, but, you know, you start sort of saying, well, what about this person? And whatever it is, it's all negative. Mm. And what that does is it just adds fuel to the fire. It adds that that negative snowball of just a, being in a bad headspace. Mm. You know, think about if you and and it it's so it's mad how many times a day you'll do it. And if you catch yourself doing it, like you literally stop the thoughts, stop the words coming out of your mouth, and then you go, "Oh, I'm not going to say that." And then you say something positive instead. It's crazy the difference that makes. Yeah, I remember this. Yeah, because it's it's. I think it's so easy to even just say, just throw away comments that are inherently negative, mm. but you just don't quite realize they are because they don't, they don't make you angry necessarily. And you just say, going, why is that person doing that? I just don't understand why they do that. That was weird. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But it's just like, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Do you know what I mean? Leave it alone. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And, and, but those little things are so, they don't necessarily feel like they affect us massively. So we don't take much notice of them. Mm. But like you said, if you're constantly having this subtle negative outlook all day long, yeah, it makes the actual negative thing so much bigger. Yeah, as well, definitely. It goes the same in the same pattern as if you start the day and you like stub your toe, and then what usually happens is you get so angry about that, something else will go wrong, mm. and then you're you're like hypersensitive to all the bad things, and then it just carries on like that. So you'll stub your toe then you might miss your train or you'll drop something, you'll spill something on your clothes and you're like, this is the shittest day ever. Do you know what I mean? It's like one of those things that mm-hmm. keeps going and keeps going. And and the negative thought patterns and spe- like speeches or, you know, little comments, that it's the same thing. If you keep doing that, it just builds and, and, you, and you end up just in a bad place talking about negative things. Like, why would you want to do that? Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? 
So yeah, so try it today. If you're listening to this, you know, late at night, try it tomorrow. Everything you sort of think or find yourself doing, whenever you remember it, ask yourself, right, is this a positive or a negative outlook or yeah. thought? And if it's negative, think, okay, so what positive could I think about this? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, try it, try it and see how you feel. Because uh, if anything, it's just nice to just sort of, if you are kind of in your head a lot, it's nice to kind of try and be mindful, like we said, and mm. be aware of those thoughts a bit more than you usually would be, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think something to remember as well, though, is that when people, it's when you think of people getting angry and stuff or stressed out, and, you know, and it's quite outwardly negative, you might think of them as kind of like not a bad person, but you would look maybe down on them a little bit or you wouldn't you wouldn't look at them in like a good light. Right. But we should try and remember that we don't know, like you said, what these people are going through. And like with me a lot, when I would get angry, it was because of my depression and everything, because everything was so negative to me. Mm. So. And it's quite hard to feel sad about everything all the time. And so sometimes if you're so, if your outlook is so negative, even when you get moments of energy, if you will, you might not feel as sad in those moments and as low, but your overall outlook now is so hardwired to be a negative. Mm. So then that when you've got a bit more energy, maybe it can easily come out as different things, anger and stress. And especially, like I said, when I, if I ever did get angry or something overly frustrated me or whatever, and involve someone else. Trust me, like I would hate myself way more than you would hate me after that moment. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Mm. And and I and and that's a really horribly powerful thing. Then, if you're a depressed person, yeah. because all you're doing then is literally fueling that fire and making yourself feel worse. Yeah. Um, so try not to overly judge these people too much as well, yeah. and maybe consider why they like it. You know, if you do know someone who seems to be kind of angry and stressed quite a lot. Mm. Maybe when they're on their own at home, maybe they're not that happy. Yeah, you yeah. know, and maybe more you need than to sp- likely, yeah. yeah, and maybe you need to speak to them or ask them. And but in the calmer moments, ask them. You know, I've noticed you've been been a bit different. Is there anything going on and stuff? You know, and uh, yeah, because they could be feeling really bad. Yeah, definitely. And what we don't want to do is just completely not consider that they might be feeling sad or low, and just sort of leave them to it. And then every time they're angry or stressed they just get further down that sad and depressed path you know what i mean and you you and so it's good for someone on the outside if this other person's not able to control their thoughts or whatever it's nice for someone on the outside to be able to recognize that and maybe step in and help as well Mm -hmm. Um, because you don't want to have that depression worsening yeah which it definitely does if you get if you get someone who gets angry Mm. you know when you'll inevitably have time where you do cool off and you regret what you did and then you start telling yourself well it was because of the depression because this is the way i am do you mm. know what i mean mm-hmm. so so i think it would be a good idea for anyone to be aware of what could be going on behind sort of closed doors if you will you know yeah i think it just goes back to you know just be kind to people because you don't know what's going on you don't know what's going on with people so mm. just be nice to everyone yeah and that includes if you're the person who gets angry as well yeah consider like why this thing that made you angry mm. you know Maybe the guy who made the bacon wrapper, maybe his wife was pregnant that day. Maybe you know she mean? was pregnant, <laughs> you know mate. There I mean? you go. You know what I mean? There's a solution. <laughs> <laughs> Something as well, when people can, and this has definitely happened with me in the past, is, you know, during those years of feeling really low, is if someone suddenly has an outburst of anger, it seems sometimes really irrational. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and sometimes it can be over something silly and you're like, why the hell did you get that angry that quick over something? But, 
like with depression, a lot of things are internalized Mm -hmm. and there can be a lot of little things throughout the day, which like we've talked about, which are maybe angering us or making us kind of angry at the world, Mm -hmm. you know, or angry at life, whatever it might be, but we don't express them and Mm -hmm. we keep them in, we bottle them up. So then sometimes you can take something that seems relatively small to just blow your top. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And that could be another thing to look out for is Mm. maybe they're not just being a dick and overreacting about something. Maybe there's something deeper going on and it's been building up for much longer. Yeah, yeah. I think going on to stress as well, because I feel like anger is like quite a reactive thing. But stress is kind of something that happens to you and your body when you're taking on too much and stress is like one of the biggest killers and it kind of leads it can lead to heart attacks and 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 things like that and bad shit happening to your body purely because of how your brain is trying to process everything and it can't keep up so then it's a knock-on effect for for the rest of your body which is never a good thing Mm. so i think if you are a stressed person you definitely need to figure out ways of managing it, whether that's cutting back, like James said the other day about, um, you know, going part-time, cutting back hours if you're working too much. You need time to reset and let your brain mellow out, you know, whether it's going for walks or doing cold dips in the sea, mm. uh, whatever it is. Because for me, like, when there's so much going on, I'm, I can get quite good at juggling things. And, and when I'm in a good flow, there's like a million things happening. I can keep track of it all in my head but sometimes it's like so intense i'm it's sort of slowly turned into anger as well and and amy's like you're right i'm like i'm actually stressed like there's so much going on i need your help but 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 to say that out loud and so someone's aware of it then it goes back to sort of talking about it do you know what i mean if you're stressed and you're angry and you're keeping it to yourself and you're not explaining to someone this is how i feel they'll never understand you. And so those outbursts, they won't, they, they can seem like they come out of nowhere. Mm. But if I say to Amy, oh, I'm really stressed, like I need your help, then she'll she'll do what she can to sort of help me out with it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And balance the workout or whatever it is. Whereas if I just keep it to myself, it builds up and blows up and it then becomes anger. Mm-hmm. So I think it sort of stress can be a buildup of a lot of things and then it can turn into anger. Yeah. And also people, I think, overlook how much stress can actually be affecting them or whether they're even stressed. Some people just maybe have a stressed lifestyle Mm -hmm. or are just always running on this stressy autopilot Mm -hmm. that they, they don't think it's a problem. You know what I mean? But it is, it is, even if it's maybe, even if your mind is controlling it maybe relatively well, or you think you are, you've got it, you've got your lists written out and stuff. Um, it's like you said, the toll it can take on your body as well. And mm. inevitably, when your body then gets tired, eventually your mind's going to get more tired. And then you might find yourself in a place where it's harder to deal with yeah. the mental aspects of things, you know? Mm. Stress is also a word that's not necessarily thrown around a lot, but everybody experiences it. Do you know what I mean? Everyone's like, oh, I'm just stressed. Do you know what I mean? I'm stressed yeah. with this. Mm. But again, even they seem like small moments and stuff, but just try and take control of those moments because whatever you're stressed about as well will inevitably be easier to deal with if your mind is in a much clearer place yeah definitely and, and for me what what it's eventually turned into which is what you don't want is i've experienced burnout which um uh, i'm not sure if there's like a scientific explanation for what burnout is but it's just a build-up of stress and stressful situations and you get to the point where you just check out 
and and I've uh, it's happened to me twice over a buildup of you know long periods of lots of work and and lots of things happening. So burnout is basically uh, I just couldn't get out of bed. I had no motivation at all. I had no interest in doing anything. Didn't want to make videos. So all the passions I had were basically just gone. And I I had to. It's, I think it's almost like your body just presses a reset button and it goes, mate, you need some time off now because this is going to just be worse for you. And so I've taken the time away. Sometimes it's a week, sometimes it's two weeks where I literally do nothing. Amy sort of picks up the slack, thanks, Amy. Um, uh, but I, it's my body just needing that time off. And and so I'll, you know, go for walks, just try and eat well, try and do a bit of exercise and just try and whatever the stress was, wherever the stress was coming from, I would just stop doing those things. So I was just putting work on a back burner and just, yeah, taking a woosah because yeah. that's what it can lead to. So b- before you get to burnout, try and assess your life. And if your stress levels are too high, you get angry really often, then you need to try and figure something out. Yeah, yeah. And coming back to what you said about the physical effects you said as well, it can have on your body. It reminded me of uh, a few years ago, I was in... I. Like I was already going through, you know, lots of ups and downs of depression and everything, like I said, but I had just gone through, say, a particularly sad time for no reason, but I had done a lot of crying over the last, say, week or so. Um, (laughs) I'm joking, I'm joking. So I had done a lot of crying over the last week or so. And then I had to go to the doctor and they referred me to the eye clinic because I literally had a problem with my vision. I was I had this patch in my not an patch on my eye, as in my vision was patchy. Remember I did, Yeah, I remember this. And this I was in the office and the doctor and the eye clinic, the doctor ended up telling me um it can usually be brought on by things like um you know, like uh depression or, or stress, that sort of stuff. And I said, Oh yeah, and and I said, Yeah, it's been quite bad actually lately. Like literally just recently has just been quite a bad thing. And he said, Okay, that's probably it then. Mm. And so it literally I'd been so stressed and overwhelmed and upset that I got to the point where this fluid had leaked it this I think it's back in the cornea or whatever, this fluid leaks through the eye into the cornea. So it basically imagine putting like a splodge of like grey fuzzy dirt like throwing it at your mirror if you will do you know what i mean so you've got these splatters on your mirror right yeah and you're looking in that mirror and you can can't see the stuff in that part but you can kind of see the stuff around it but obviously you can't look directly at it because that splodge is always going to be in that no central way. position do you mad, know what I mean? so i i noticed it when i was in the office and i was trying to look at the time on my computer in the bottom corner and i literally could only read it if i kind of tried to see it in my peripherals because i couldn't look if i looked directly at it it was kind of like a kind of like a gray kind of like you know when you push your finger into your closed eye and you get that sort of sparkly gray yeah it was kind of like that but like a splodge of it um and it was literally because this fluid had leaked into my eye um and then over the years i've had it maybe once or twice more but not to the same degree because because it was things like that that scared me into thinking like what stress can do to your body like yeah, and, I, that's crazy, and at the time it? i shit myself because i was like i do not want to lose my as vision well. you shit yourself as well i shit myself as well <laughs> <laughs> but because i didn't want i thought i don't want to lose my vision yeah. as well you know what i mean so i thought i've got to take control of what this is doing to my body mm. and unfortunately it took something say like that which 
fortunately wasn't a permanent thing. I just had to wait for the liquid to just disband itself and it would just sort of go away. Um, But it takes a few weeks or a couple months or whatever. But it made me realize it was like a wake up call of what stress does to your body. Like, you know, people can have heart attacks because of stress Mm. because stress is doing stuff to your body. Yeah, Um, because it's cortisol, isn't it? It's like a a chemical that gets released into your body. It's like a stress hormone. Right, right. And so your body reacts by like, right, this is what's happening now. And then it starts shutting things down. Right, How right. mad is that? Your brain's but, literally going, just drop a bit yeah. of fluid in his eye. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll blur his vision for a bit, just to let him know yeah, well, he, he's taking uh, yeah. on too much. Well, I think it's because the body is, it should be using cortisol and stuff in these moments of, say, fight or flight, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, But it's not something that your body is meant to undergo for prolonged periods of time. You're yeah. not supposed to feel in such a down place or a worried place, whatever, for so long. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that's why then the body, in other ways, can't cope with certain things. And whatever happens, maybe it's the pressure. I don't really know the details of it, to be honest. But, but didn't um, they say, like, if, you, if it carries on, you might lose your sight? Yeah, like, of course, it could carry on. It could just keep leaking. And it would be the case of, like, it would just always be there. Do you know what I mean? But obviously... Yeah. I changed that and I didn't want, I, I didn't get out of it obviously straight away. Yeah, yeah. But I realized like, you know, I gotta be careful. And it did scare me again once or twice, like I said, when it subtly came back a little. Mm. Um but yeah, so that's why it's important to manage your stress. Yeah, for sure. And this not just your stress in the sense that, oh my god, work is so overwhelming and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. But I mean like the physical stress that's on your body, like eating bad is Mm. stress on your body your body having to digest the mcdonald's every day Mm. that's stress on your body that it's not really made to deal with on a daily basis you know what i mean and all these other types of stress like say you're working out you could be working out too much if you're working out every day or you're working out twice a day every day just because you want to try and get fitter and stuff Mm -hmm. the stress on your body is too much for it to cope with your body's not made to to recover that quickly Mm-hmm. And it will just eventually do what it, you said it did to you in a way. It's burn out. Mm-hmm. And it'll just say, nah, I can't do this enough's anymore. Enough's enough. Yeah, yeah. Enough's enough. So you've got to manage stress in all these different areas because it it will really affect your body. And they say about it shortening your life and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. But it's a shame that those things, we there's no way we can know and have that wake-up call. You know what I mean? It's like the people using some beds, you know. You, know, you think, ah, screw it, I'll use a sunbed. But then sometimes people have a bit of a wake-up call from using a sunbed, if you know yeah. what I mean. And and then it's those moments they're like, oh, you really shouldn't use sunbeds. Mm. But it's a shame you've got to wait until we get to those points. Point, yeah. You know what I mean? We need to sort of understand what stress does to us now mm. and 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 not being healthy and all these things and take control of it now. And start making... It doesn't have to be a massive difference. I'm not telling you you have to go and be the fittest runner ever. You know what I mean? Mm. Just, just take these little stresses off your body now yeah. over the long term. So it'll be easier in general. And nobody wants to be angry. Do you know what I mean? Nobody enjoys being angry. Of all the emotions, like we were saying before about when you feel so down, you kind of get a, not addicted to the sadness, but you're like, the sadness becomes your safety net. Uh, and you can talk, you can kind of live there in the sadness, but nobody enjoys being angry. I've never been angry once and been like, this is wicked. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Definitely. It's fucking horrible. It's, it's not a good place. So yeah, if you're stressed or angry, and you're listening to this, then uh, try try the few little th- tips that we, we've said uh, and give it a go and see how it feels. Yeah, try it for a day. You know, you catch those thoughts if you can. Yeah. yeah. So that is it for this week's podcast, lads. Um, I'm actually jetting off, well, not jetting, busting <laughs> off uh, on Sunday. So uh, the next podcast we're going to try and do remotely. So we'll be in separate places, but we're going to try and keep it going, aren't we? Yeah, we're going to keep it going. We should have, still have the videos and everything. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, but we're going to keep the swims going as well. So thanks to everyone who joined us. 
last week. James is going to keep them going in Barry, and I'm going to try and get some going on the road around Wales. So keep an eye out for our Instagram. If you don't know, it's the Brothers underscore podcast. So if you've got any topics as well that maybe you feel you'd like us to cover and talk about, uh, drop it in the comments mm-hmm. um, or send it over on Instagram and uh, we will see what we can do. Yeah. So uh, until next time, lads, take it easy. And have a bloody lovely day. Have a great day. Everyone's wife's pregnant. Ha, ha, ha.